celebrating success, learning from legends, and growing poppies. This is Talk Poppy Talk with Grace Lewis. Kia ora and welcome back. This is our second highlights reel for season one recap, and this is all about our athletes. We have Jade, who since we spoke, has been in Japan having an incredible season, national champions, like absolutely insane coming off the injury recovery she had like she said the comebacks always greater than the setback then we have Anna Taylor who we recently had and she is just hustling and training and putting in the absolute work Nikita Howarth our Paralympic gold and bronze medalist swimmer has since retired from swimming and is pursuing every other aspect of her life and I'm just so excited for her she's been in that sport for so long so wishing her the absolute best and so grateful we had this conversation before she's officially hung up the hung up the togs and goggles and Dylan Schmidt who very recently well very quickly I should say after we had our interview uh, became world champ which I'm not surprised at all. He talks about how ambitious he is and how driven and how hard he knows he's been training for it. So really excited. Just going to get straight into it. Let's begin with Jade Coates, who is a personal friend. And I'm just so impressed and really grateful for her positivity. I hope everyone can take something from it. And she was our very first podcast guest on Tall Poppy Talk. So definitely a special one. Can you maybe explain a little bit the injury you sustained? like your most recent injury and maybe how that mindset in the team has helped frame your approach to the whole thing? Yeah, definitely. Like way back I got interviewed actually and, and someone asked me about like, oh, hoping to go to the World Cup. And I was like, yeah, of course I am. Like this is why I'm here. Like there's, there's that pinnacle event. And I also said at that time was no matter – no matter what team gets picked, what girls get picked, whether I'm in it or not, I'll I'll just be proud to be a part of that journey. And I know that that's the best team that's going to represent Fiji at the World Cup. And and I think, obviously, when I found out about my injury, um, just in the training, obviously, the lineouts came down, landed on someone's foot and tore the ligaments, fractured a bit of the bone. Oh, my, my world felt like it had just fallen apart right there and then. And, I don't know, like, but it was only a split second and then I was like, no, I'm going to fight this. Like, I, I, no matter what, I'm going to go to that World Cup kind of thing. And as time came back and I got more reports back, it kind of wasn't really looking that good for me. But I stayed in camp the whole time um, and then got the news that I was ruled out. But I think going through the journey with the girls for so long and seeing every one of them worked just as hard as me to be in that spot of um, position made it a lot easier because I knew I was leaving my position for someone that earned, earned it as well someone that deserves it as well yeah um and they're like my sisters so I was I was going to support the girls no matter what and I think um being grateful for even just having that opportunity to be in the team in the first place was something that I'll, I'll just treasure. And um, I don't think being injured took anything away from me, um, even though obviously didn't get to wear the jersey at the World Cup. I felt still part of it um, myself just because of how, how long I'd been with the team and and the way circumstances kind of finished. But, um, yeah, I think... When, you, when you're part of a team for so long and, like, you see you go through the highs and lows together 
and and even though you don't finish it I think um even the girls made me feel a part of the team and that was important yeah that's wicked it's you can't just have the team that's on the field be the best right like the fact you say you know they've worked as hard as you to get there and I think that's really special unique team culture to know that like hey whoever's going to be on there representing with the jersey on their back like that's the best and then whoever's on the bench is the best and then whoever's back home like everyone can filter in and that's what's making it so special because there's so many girls that missed out like earlier on and I still got the opportunity to be there so like it wasn't just playing for me I, I was I wanted to leave the jersey in a, in a position better than what I found it and leave a legacy and whoever wears that jersey will will just um, lift it up even more so I think it's so true like the 32 that went to the World Cup not necessarily other 32 there's a backbone to that team like there's there's still so many more that are part of that team or have been this during this journey that have put make that team the best team it, it has um, produced I guess yeah I had a lot of fun listening back and I'm not surprised at all about how successful Jade has been because that level of teamwork you cannot train it it is just someone's infectious positivity and willingness to want to succeed with others so I absolutely love that we're going to dive straight into Anna Taylor's interview which I found I got quite emotional in she shares a lot and I thank her so much for it I am so inspired and grateful that she wanted to share with me on this platform because she is someone who has demonstrated resilience in the most pure form there is so without any more rambling here's Anna you know when you're really sick or you're tired or you're angry you often just want to I don't know almost take the easy road out and you know my dad said you know when you're in a state of you know illness or or fatigue or anger is the worst time to make life-changing decisions so he said if you have a good day and you decide okay this isn't for you anymore you want to stop then we will come and get you like that you fine we'll support you in that and it was a really hard to uh, hard um lesson to learn but he was so right because on the days that I was good or you know they weren't as bad I was like there's absolutely no, no way that I want to stop doing what I'm doing. Like, this is definitely where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. It's just really hard. And I've kind of employed that in every other obstacle that's kind of come up since is, you know, is what I'm doing, do I want to stop what I'm doing because it's hard and it's really challenging and it's really making me call on, call deep on my courage and my resilience? Or is it something that I just don't want to do anymore and I need to step away? And so it's a, it was a really hard lesson to learn, but I think it was a really important one because I don't want to look back on life and regret the decisions that I make because I made them because they were I was in a tough decision and I chose to give up. That... Um advice from your dad I can imagine even him giving it I don't know if you've ever had that conversation but hearing it I can imagine as a parent more than anything they wanted you to be home with them but that's a wisdom 
incredible to have heard for you, but to share that, I'm, I'm at a loss of words. Thank you for sharing that. That's, um, that's truly like a beautiful message that he sent to you and that you can share because you've accomplished so much that if you had gone home, no one would have thought anything of it. That's totally understandable and expected. But then for your first situation in the States, two years later, all American people worked their entire lives at that point to try even get close to it. I would never even got close to that. So to go through what you went through and to achieve something for yourself and for your team and for your parents and your whole family, and then same with cycling to pick this up and all those core values that you can hear listening to this, your kindness, your positivity, your resilience to then be at the Paralympic games into last year, just to be getting medals at the world championships. Like I'm genuinely so excited to see what comes in this next few years and beyond and beyond. And so I'm so grateful that you've shared that with us because that's, um, yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I often get the question of, you know, why didn't you come home when you were diagnosed? Like, why did you stay in the States? And, you know, the, the challenge, you know, the parts where it got really, really tough happened after we made that decision of I was going to stay. And the information that we were given at the time was the US have a far, the US have an incredible medical system and the access to the medical services that I had in the States were, were amazing. And, you know, my mom and my aunt came over for my surgery and it was, there was a process afterwards that, you know, I had, I always had support around me. It was, and it was always going to be a challenge regardless if I was at home um, with my mum or if I was at, in the States, you know, living in the dorms, but I had, you know, my whole Oregon State rowing team supporting me, you know, like I had that big family around me, you know, it didn't stop the, it didn't stop the hurt and the, um, the grief and the challenge that came with um, that process, but it was, I didn't want to be, I didn't want my life to change or to be stopped because of a cancer diagnosis. And I was quite adamant on the fact that I was not going to let something like that stop who I was or what I was doing. Wow. Um, I really love hearing Anna talk and share. And I think you can tell, especially if you listen to that full interview, how much of an open conversation and dialogue she has and very inspiring and to feed into another inspiring and very fun positive person we have Nikita who just demonstrates what it is to be a straight up kind person and spread that positivity so without further ado here's Nikita I think honestly so this is basically I'm a, I'm a real straight up person so what I've been doing like with my life recently is just being real honest so if I see someone just like killing it in life like just doing an absolute awesome job I go up to them and I just tell them because I feel like they need to know or if I think someone's absolutely stunning and they have great muscles I will tell them like I yeah. just think that people should talk more often like you know you're so cute or wow you're so good at that like you should keep doing that you're so good at it you know 
I just I love feel it. like honestly yeah it's like when you see someone you know wearing like a really beautiful jacket or something even if it's just like aesthetic being like I love that jacket on you and you see their smile yeah. like when they brighten up and even at the start before we started recording when I'm like oh thank you so much for getting on like I could see your smile and that makes me feel good and it makes you feel good so I, I love that just being straight up and being like yeah you don't you can start small like we can people don't have to be like I admire everything you you do like yeah. I'd want to do <laughs> yeah. but just, just like start small like hey that looks really good or like keep crushing it that's yeah also super easy like people can do that oh, all the absolutely. time yeah even if someone say someone's doing like their job and yeah they're doing it they're just doing their job but like like it's they're doing a great job you know like wow you're doing such a good job thank you like you know just like appreciating the fact that they're helping you doing something like yeah it's not that hard to compliment someone you know <laughs> and I implore everyone because I'm going to try and embrace some of that I don't know action Nikita just says you know share it tell people what you think and be positive about it next up we have Dylan who as I mentioned at the beginning, has since claimed title as world champ, trampolinist. He also claims New Zealand's first medal in gymnastics at the Tokyo Games, Olympic Games, <laughs> just to clarify. And in this, he talks about his evolution with pressure and how he, how he has evolved his game plan as well as using those around him. And I think it ties a lot into what we spoke about last week with Ashley Stanley or Ken or Rod and seeing the athlete is more than just the athleticism and what they produce when it's game day or when it's competition time, but that full picture. Yeah, I mean, I used to definitely just, I was like, I'll just not say anything about my achievements. You know, it's like, I'd just be like, whatever, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'd be traveling, I went to Worlds. Yeah, I had a good time. I, I competed well, I did well. Um, <laughs> You know, just kind of just to keep it low key, um, which I guess is kind of my personality anyway. Um, but I think over the last, especially before Tokyo, I really embraced well, that was kind of like pre, maybe Rio, a little bit post Rio, um, where I kind of cared about what people thought about me. And I was like really, I guess, self conscious that people, I didn't want to come, off, come across as arrogant or didn't want people to think I was, you know, thought I was better than them because you know it's just that natural that kind of energy that some people have yeah um when you say something and they're like oh, you just think you're like, better than me or whatever um but honestly post yeah pre-Tokyo I made a conscious effort to um be really outspoken about how confident I was um that I'm putting in the work that I'm there to win um I'm not afraid to say that I'm good enough, you know, like I'm not afraid to like be like, yeah, I can, I can win. Um, which is funny because I, I, I said that in so many interviews, like, cause I made a conscious effort with, you know, people I was working with kind of formulate language that would kind of be like, yeah, you know? So I think in, in all my interviews, I, they said, yeah, what are your goals? And I'm like, well, I'm there to win. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, you know, that's what I need to do. And I, and, like, and I'm good enough to win. Um, and I'm, I know, I know, I'm, I know, I can do it. And then when I got the bronze medal, everyone was like, "Whoa! Like, you must have been so surprised. You must have been shocked." And I was like, "Some, I had to bite my lip a little bit and say, no, I wasn't. 
like I knew I was good enough. Anyone around me knew that I, that was definitely well within my grasp. And I'm not going to, like, I'm, I know people don't follow trampolining and they aren't really invested in my career, which is fine. So for them, it was a shock, which is great. I love that. I love that people were like, oh, this is awesome. You know, I can't believe this trampolinist just won a medal for us. Um, but for me, it was, yeah, almost like, mm, bugger. Like, I'm stoked, absolutely stoked. But I knew I could have done better. I knew my routine wasn't as good as I could have done. Um, obviously, wrapped with bronze, but to say for people to just assume that I was shocked um, yeah. and surprised and didn't think I would have done that was like kind of almost like yeah a little bit frustrating but you kind of just bite your tongue and and, and it's fine because everyone's really happy and supportive and and um and just stoked for me so yeah, I think that's probably actually the weird thing was post post the middle everyone that I talked to was stoked for me really happy um, seeing genuine about it so and with that we have wrapping up another short and very sweet highlights reel for season one looking forward to the next two and season two guests everything it's just been a lot of fun so i appreciate everyone tuning in i encourage you to go back and listen to these full apps if you haven't or if you have <laughs> and i just want to thank you so much for being a part of this and listening and i hope you have a wonderful whatever the time of the day it is for you thank you so much for listening to tall poppy talk we'll see you next time feel free to check us out on socials youtube and the website thanks for today's guest and we'll see you all next time take care be kind